Do you ever just feel like this is all one giant waste of your time? Do you ever just, I don't know, feel like quitting? <sighs> I've been down a little bit lately, not on, you know, life. I haven't been feeling depressed. But I've been down on this whole endeavor that we call politics. Anyway, roll the theme song. Hey folks, you're listening to Second Look. I'm your host, Benjamin Green. If at any point something in this episode makes you want to talk to me, the best way to hit me up is on Twitter, at BeGreenAZ. Thanks for tuning in today. Um, I have been... Pretty sporadic with the episodes this season on the Outset Network. Um, I've not been a consistent uploader. And for that, Caleb and Steven, if you're listening to this, uh, I apologize. Caleb, in case you don't know, is our like media director. His exact title kind of escapes me. He also hosts the Maliberty Show here on the network. And then Steven is our editor-in-chief, and he has an awesome podcast, too. Uh, I'll let you guess the name of it. <laughs> I've, I've been sporadic with the uploads, and I have attributed that um, to busyness, which is part of it. You know, my wife and I had a baby a little over a year ago, and I'm just now getting to the point where I feel like I'm starting to be able to uh, cope with the fact that my time will never be the same. Uh, my time will never be as productive when I'm at home as it used to be. And, you know, it's great and fun. I'm I'm not down on it at all, but it's... It's uh, something that takes getting used to, and for me, not being a naturally good time manager as it is, it's taken a long time to even start to get used to it. So, busyness, a lot of it baby-related, has been part of it. Um, forgetfulness has been part of it a couple times. I shared a few episodes ago, one week I just plum forgot that it was Tuesday, you know, so I didn't get an episode out. But part of the problem is I am simply not as political as I used to be. I still follow politics. I still like politics. I still think politics is or are. I don't know how the grammar works, but it's an important topic. Um, politics is important, are important. I don't really know. Anyway, I, I'm i still into politics. If you look at my Twitter feed, I still follow mostly people who mostly tweet about politics. But there's just something about the whole process that really, starting in about September 2015, has just been wearing me down little by little. And I really feel like it's come to a fore 
in the last few weeks since I last put out an episode. I don't know. I find it hard to get excited about anything. I find it hard to be optimistic about anything, which, if you know me, you know I'm very much an optimist. I'm a pretty, you know, chipper guy, sunny personality. Um, Just something about the grind and the discord and the way that we do this is just utterly exhausting. I I can't think of a better word. The um the adjective form would be weary. It just makes me weary. It wears me down. I I don't know. A couple years ago, I would be t- telling you it was no big deal. I would be jumping into the foray. I would be enjoying every minute of it. And now here I am, not even that much time removed later, and I am just tired. I'm tired of having one side of the dominant voices in the political spectrum constantly sniping at the other side of the dominant voices in the political spectrum. I'm tired of the bubble and the echo chamber. You know, my last episode about being like Trump and being more human I talked extensively about the fact that people engaged in political media don't talk like real people and they spend their time focusing on things real people don't spend their time on. And something about recording that episode has really just wormed its way into my head these last few weeks, and especially this past Sunday. In church this Sunday, we had a missionary preaching, and he spoke on the urgency uh, and the importance of living out faith. Politics definitely can be a very easy distraction from the more important things in life, like, for instance, faith. But other things can be a distraction, too. At one point in my life, video games was a much bigger distraction for me than politics was when I first went to college. And so I don't know what it is that's got me so, so tired. It's, It's... I think it's just how little of what we do here is real. Um, how little of what we do has any bearing on the reality of our existence. Let, let me give you an example. When we're talking in terms of economic policy, a common trope on the right, especially in the more libertarian spheres of things, is to talk about Um, like, say, gross domestic product. These economic figures that we use as measurements to show how prosperous are we financially? How how much richer are we than we used to be? Um, Do these policies result in higher numbers or lower numbers? And the right likes to deal in these numbers and Voices on the right make the argument 
that the fact that we deal in these numbers means we're more connected to reality. Most people on the right view the left as this misguided group that, um, you know what, I'm just going to set aside for this the ridiculous people who think that the political left is trying to destroy this country. That's just dumb. And we've talked about it in little bits before. That is just dumb. But anyway, most people on the right think that the left is misguided, um, while the right is grounded in the reality of these numbers and the the way that economic policy affects these numbers, the left is blinded by emotionalism and is trapped by pie-in-the-sky plans that never actually work, uh, plans that aren't sustainable. And we have numbers to prove that the left is detached from reality. But both groups are detached from reality. The gross domestic product has very little impact on the way a real person lives their real life. The choices you and I make every day as a function of living in our modern society, so many of them are so completely detached from our humanity. So much of the life that we live on a daily basis is completely disconnected from the lives that people 4,000 years ago lived on a daily basis. And, you know, much of that is good. You know, things like the fact that we have much less disease now. That's objectively a good thing, right? But I see in conservative circles a willingness to assume that contemporary life is good. That the way our society and our world are ordered right now is good. Especially, you know, the Western world. We love the Enlightenment. We love democracy. We love all these things that wouldn't even make the slightest bit of sense to someone who was alive in the year 3000 BC. Why I think this might be a problem, first of all, is because both that person who was alive in the year 3000 BC and you and me, what do we have in common? Humanity. We are created in the image of God. We are sent out into the same world. We are sent out with the same purpose. So why do our lives look so vastly different? Why is so little of our experience translatable? The world used to change much, much, much more slowly. And 
I really believe that was a good thing. I think that this crazy careening out of control speed of change we have now is not healthy. Um, and what I'm trying to say today, I guess, I, I'm having a hard time communicating here. I'm really sorry about that. What I'm trying to say is just that our modern society is opposed to our humanity. Is That's what it feels like. It feels like modern society is actively driving people to behave more like machines. We must optimize every minute. We must optimize every dollar. We must have processes and systems and and when such and such a things happens, we respond in such and such a way. And it takes out all of the mystery of life and it takes out all of the true freedom. And so when I think about politics lately, I I mean, I guess you could say I'm burned out. I don't know, because I don't feel burned out. You know, I still like reading about politics. I still like talking about politics. And yet, behind all of my reading and my conversing is just a sense of the grand emptiness of it. Our imaginary person, let's name him Stephen, because I like to do that on this show, who was alive 3,000 years ago, he lived a full and happy, well, maybe not happy, but a full life without ever knowing about a thing called America. And in our politics, in our, especially in media circles, and, and even within the already crazy media circles, especially within right-wing media, we act as though the very survival of the human race and the preservation of all that it means to be a human hinges on the decisions you and I make at the ballot box. And I mean, it's important stuff, but by assigning this absurdly high value to it all, we, we bring it all to emptiness. Politics is not a thing of value. It, it's important. It's a thing of great effect. But it doesn't have inherent existential worth like you and I do. In the news this morning, designer Kate Spade um, was found dead in an apparent suicide. And a lot of people have been talking about how, see, this just goes to show you that that wealth doesn't buy happiness. Success doesn't buy happiness. It does go to show you that. It does. But when I think about Kate Spade, I I think about it it's it just seems like such a tragedy. We see here someone so talented, so liked, so 
um, successful, whose life she felt lacked any real meaning, any real value. And in the end, she chose to take her own life. And it's such a tragedy. I almost view Kate Spade, though, and the many others who sadly will commit suicide, even the many others who will do it today, um, I almost think of them as victims of modern society. I feel like we're failing each other, dear listener, you and me and everyone else. I feel like we're all failing each other. And it's not that we can't agree. It's not that we can't get along. It's not that political anger is so much and everything's outraging us. Where we're failing each other is building each other up, seeing the the people around us for the value they have and treating them and loving them and listening to them and even even if you don't interact, watching them with the eyes and hands and hearts of people who understand their value. This is a weird episode today. I'm sorry if you're not digging it. I'm sorry if it's not coherent. My thoughts are just too much of a mess. I I just had to come talk. Um, if you're not an extrovert, maybe that's a foreign concept to you. Uh, but but I I'm tired. Are you? As a conservative, I I believe in timeless truth. I believe that truth with a capital T has been true forever and will be true forever. That from the dawn of creation till now, the rules that govern the universe have been the same and that they always will be the same. And as a conservative, I look at the society around me and I see almost nothing that is ordered around that perspective. I see almost nothing that encourages people to value other people. And I see politicians and political media figures who claim to be conservative and they go up and all they talk about is guns and taxes and uh, war. I, I don't even know. I get so tired of it all. I, I, I get tired. And I don't know if you're tired too. But I think the change has to start with me and you. Even if you don't agree with me on this, even if you don't feel this great weariness that I feel. And again, 
I'm really sorry for the weirdness of today's episode. If you've stuck with me through it this far, I I really thank you for listening. But I, th- I think even if you don't share the same degree of exhaustion that I feel, you can appreciate the fact that life in our society is broken. I think if you break through for a moment and think about whether your daily activities and really your daily life is fitting with your value and worth as a human being, whether the people around you are living lives fitting of that value. And if I think if you look at it, you'll start to get a sense of what I mean and you'll start to see why I think it's a problem that just needs to be fixed. As always, the solution has to start with us. We can't sit around waiting for someone else to come and fix the problem. God made us to take action. So how do we fix it? First of all, we need to strive every day to see things for what they really are. So when we look at, say, the prices of the stock market, we need to look beyond those as just an indicator of whether or not people are going to be happy (laughs) and see through them for what they are. That they're really nothing. If the stock market crashed tomorrow, you'd still be breathing, you'd still need food, you'd still need shelter, you'd still need love. You and I need to make the determination to build our lives less around fake stuff, less around social media, and yes, less around politics. There is a place for political activism, but building a life around it is not right. We need to build lives around truth, real truth things that have been true forever. We need to be willing to sacrifice our conceptions of who we are, our conceptions of who the people around us are, our conceptions of how things should go. You and I need to be the, the you know, the very famous quote of being voices standing athwart history yelling stop you and I need to do more than stand there and yell stop we need to walk against the flow of history and its destructive arc and that's what I think we need to do I don't really know what else to say I thank you all for listening. 
I know this episode's been slower paced, so it probably can't have been easy to listen to. But I thank you for uh, valuing me enough to hear what I have to say. And I hope something in this episode resonated with you. If it did, please let me know. Reach out to me any way you know how. If, if you've never reached out to me before, like I said, the best way to probably get me is on Twitter, at BeGreenAZ. But let me know what you think of this episode. Are you tired? Do you see what I'm saying? Am I off my rocker? Do I just need to go take a nap? <laughs> I'd love to know what you have to think. Of course, make sure you check out all of the other Outset Network shows, and you can support Outset on Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash outsetnetwork, we um, would love to be able to expand our lineup and expand our our activities in the future. But right now we're limited because this is all run on a volunteer basis. And so if you would like to be a part of growing the next generation of right-wing media, head on over to outsetnetwork.com slash Patreon. We are at Outset Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and of course at outsetnetwork.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. Again, if this is your first time, my name is Benjamin Green. I really appreciate you. And I hope that whenever I next upload an episode, you'll do me the honor of listening to that one too. Take care of